Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good testimony or a good report. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So without the word of God, the world could not have been framed or the worlds could not have been framed. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Verse 4, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and through it, he being dead, still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and listen to this and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken he had this testimony that he pleased God verse 6 but without faith it is it is impossible to please him talking about God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Not just Wednesday and not just Sunday. Diligently seek him. Verse 7. By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as, a foreign, in, a, as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which, he, which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And listen to this. She bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised therefore from the one man talking about Abraham and he was good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore spirit of the living God this whole council of people and if not the entire chapter speaks of individuals who believed you and saw you manifest. Now, God, this same type of faith that has been absent from the church allowed this church to be a beacon of light to the faith in Jesus Christ, Christ that produces righteousness and renders us with the power of God that we need to function in the full capacity 
of what this earth and the people surrounding us need at this point in time. Father, we thank you. We bless you. And we honor you. And our King Jesus Christ, ruler of all things, we give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seats. So many people are talking about what the president is doing, what the ex-president done. I think if we stay with the book, all is going to be well for those who belong to God. So I'm not nervous about any decisions that are being made because my faith was never in them. My faith is in him. As I read to you, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 down to verse 12, faith creates the breeding ground for success. Every individual I named in those scriptures were successful. Every one of them. Every one of them were successful. What they heard and believed, they received. Every one of them. So faith had created a breeding ground for success for every person in Hebrew chapter, Hebrews chapter 11. Every one of them. I was thinking early this morning, I said, Lord, uh, what portion of scripture should I use? Sometimes I get a title, sometimes I get a scripture. In this instance, I got a title. So what, what scripture would go along to validate what this title is saying? What well, this particular scripture shows us in Hebrews chapter 11, that faith was the breeding ground for their success. Now, I'm going to walk you through some things because so many people think they have faith. Faith always brings results. There is no results, then there is no faith. It is not possible to say we have faith in the word that God has given us and the word is seed. What, what was Sarah talking about? Sarah herself conceived seed. Sarah got a word, and one year later, she had a baby. I do believe many manifestations of what God wants to bring can happen in 365 days. I believe that. I believe that. I am not saying all, but there are many things that can happen in 365 days if we have a word on it. I've not seen a woman pregnant for two years. I have never seen a woman pregnant two years unless she's having another pregnancy. But I see believers that's been pregnant for five and ten years. I wonder what they believe in. I'm like, you still pregnant? Now, I understand every time I see a believer pregnant, that you can get pregnant each season for something different. But how long have you been, been believing for that and have not received that? Now, now I want to do this because some of you think that your faith works on other people. And that may be a hindrance to your faith because your faith and their faith can be different. And if their faith is different than what you're believing for, if there is no agreement between you and that person, then there is a possibility that there will be no manifestation. But if you're believing for the things 
that God has said, then the things that God has said has seed to bring manifestation. So I have several points here, and I told you I have seven. But my job in this season of my life is to teach faith properly. Because I learned faith properly. Because I was raised around people in church who believed, who preached, and saw nothing. And I said, that's not going to be me. If you knew where I came from, there is no representation of anything that I'm doing that represents where I came from. Not one thing will you see in this ministry and equate it back to that place. The reason why I am not going to waste my life believing something that does not produce. It has to produce. How can I say that God lives and I have no signs of it? I am not like most people. I am not hype. <laughs> Nothing about me is hype. Everything about me is faith. I believe. Everything I do is about believing. If I didn't believe, I wouldn't do it. If I don't have a word on it, I have no support, which means I'm not going to waste my energy. I am not going to spend my time in a field that doesn't produce a harvest. I'll take it a step further. I'm not going to spend time with people that don't bear fruit. No, no, no. Whether you want me to be that or not, when you join this church, I scatter seed every time I get up. Any ground that doesn't produce, I will not continue to cover that acreage with seed. Faith will cause a person to render more excellence, or excellent service, a more excellent service. Faith will cause a person to render more excellent service. Whenever I see a person who served on this level, and now they serve on this level, is because their faith has decreased. No, it's not that you got busy. It's that your faith in what you heard has decreased. It's declined. So where you're giving excellence to is what you believe in. Whenever you see a decrease in excellence, decrease in excellence in worship, decrease in an excellence in preaching or teaching, decrease in the excellence of serving, it is a sign that the faith level has drifted. No one can fool you. If I start coming up here half prepared, my attention is in another place. So don't fuss at them. Their faith level has drifted. And if they don't get back in faith, which means they have to have a word to be a contender on a high level. You cannot be a contender on a high level without a word that you have faith in. This faith will cause a person to render more excellent service which will speak for them long after they're gone. We speak in, rever in, in reverence and respect, but 
We speak to Enoch. We speak to Abel. Abel has so much faith that he gave more than Cain. When you have two people serving and one gives more than the other one, it's because the one who gives the most has the greatest level of faith in the one who exists. Let's break it down. Let's make it easy. The difference between Abel and Cain was faith. That's why they're mentioned. Abel got God's attention because of his faith and his service and what he rendered. How do you get major leaders attention? By my faith, which stimulates my service. Stay with me. So, Abel's dead, but he's still speaking. Enoch is gone, but they're still looking for his body. They remember what he said before he left. He had a testimony that he pleased God. Be careful how you handle someone who say that they're pleasing God and they believe it. Okay. These individuals who had faith did not easily leave the earth. Why did they not easily leave the earth? Because they still have a voice in the earth through their faith. My spiritual father, who I mention very often, I mention him often because he had faith. And because he had faith, his voice can never be silenced in the earth. It'll transfer into those who have his DNA of faith. People talk about his anointing. I got close enough to get his faith. So many people want to get around but you, you, you're, you're after something that will cause you to perform in front of people. I'm after something that will cause me to survive when I'm in a challenging time. Faith helps you to survive. We can't stop what's going to happen in life. But faith helps you to survive whatever happens in life. So it's not that nothing happened to me. It's that I gained the faith. I watched the faith and I took the word and I planted it in my heart so that whatever I go through don't get it inside of me. It can't get inside of me because I am filled with faith that I shall overcome. Why, why are we still repeating the speech by Dr. Martin Luther King? Because he had faith. That's why we're still quoting him. You want to know why they're not quoting you and you're in the earth? Because you don't have faith in what you're saying. So, said Abel, why didn't Cain's voice continue to be heard? So don't worry about your haters. Because you're going to keep on speaking long after they're silent. Cain killed Abel. Cain 
stopped talking at a certain point. Abel kept talking. Said the blood of the ground kept speaking. The more they try to silence you, the more you talk. See, if you, if you had faith, you would understand that your critics can't silence you. And you don't have to try to get louder than them. They're losing their volume every time they speak against you. They're losing their influence every time they utter a word against you. Every time they say something, the volume level drops. And even in a whisper, you're louder than them. Faith is the assurance that one is pleasing God and God is sure to take him or her higher. What happened to Enoch? He said he pleased God. The Bible says that God took him. Didn't take him to hell. Took him higher. When you please God, you can't pay attention to all these folks running around that don't want to please God. You keep pleasing God and God's going to take you and he's going to place you higher in a place they thought you could never go. Some of y'all need to get ready because if you have been determined that you're going to please God, God is now taking a hold of you like he took a hold of Enoch and Lifted him. How do you know he lifted him? Because when Jesus went to the mountain of transfiguration, it is said that there were other people there. Some thought it was Moses and Elijah, but I believe that Enoch was somewhere around in there. Because anybody that God took and you couldn't uh, find them, Jesus had to have an encounter with them in order to fulfill his purpose in the earth. Now that's deep. So if you want, if you can't find me, it's not that I quit. I just got lifted to my next dimension. I am sure that most people who were walking in the earth thought that Enoch had quit. Enoch did not quit. Enoch got an upgrade. When you please God, when nobody's watching, when you do right, when nobody's watching, because the only time you do that is when you have faith. And when you have faith, that's what's going to qualify you to keep functioning while the doors are closed and nobody can pat you on your back for the, all the things that you're doing. They, they are. Just recently we had to send some information to a group of people who were supposed to determine what my status is now. And uh, when they started pulling the information, they pulled my calendar uh, 
Sister Adrian was keeping my calendar and she was uh, keeping up with my appointments. And when they saw my calendar for the last two months and saw that there was no vacancies on my calendar. And when they saw that there were no vacancies on my calendar, they said, he's busy. And then my wife said, but you don't know what's not on his calendar. So when they, when they looked at that, it was the validation of someone who wants to please God. Because I'm not doing it for money. Money makes me sit at home after I get paid. Mon money makes me limit my energy. Money makes me just casually come in on Wednesday. Because I already got my check. So I don't have to exhaust myself. But when you want to please God, you give him your best every time. You, you, you never, because you have faith that God was watching me Sunday. God's watching me Wednesday. God's watching me Tuesday morning. And even if I'm not preaching on Thursday, he's still watching me. So I am going to be faithful. They didn't see him anymore. All they remember is he had a testimony that he pleased God. And all of a sudden he came up missing. He got an upgrade. Faith brings us to God where we receive a great reward. All this is in the scriptures that I've read to you. Faith is impossible to please God unless first you believe. You come to him and you believe. A lot of people come to church, but they don't come to God. In fact, there are more people who are coming to church, but never coming to God. Faith, faith brings you to God, not to church. I go to church because I came to God. When I get to God, God sends me to a church. He knows I need a pastor. So he'll send me to a church where there's a pastor. Because I came to God. Because it's a sign that I believe. There is no way that I can say I believe and never come. Because if I believe, I'm going to come. I'm not coming for a title. I'm coming for him. You got to be careful about what draws you to a religious organization. If you come because of the music, you will miss God. If you come because of the children's ministry, you will miss God. But if you come because of God, you will never miss God. So you, you, have, to, you have to make up your mind who you're coming for. Because believing causes you to come to God. Not come to Stephen A. Davis. I'm the preacher, but you didn't come to me. It is my job to make sure that God is here. For all the people who are really believers, they came for God. They didn't come for the music. So don't get on yourself. They didn't come for my preaching. So ain't no need of me getting up on myself. There's no program that we will ever have that people who are really believing will come for that program. They come for God. Yes, we're going to have an excellent program because we came to God. So excellence is a part of our DNA. Faith brings us to God where we receive a great reward. 
I, I don't know about you, Apostle, Pastor Sales, but there's so many people, when they come, they look for their reward from you. They put pressure on you for a response because they didn't have faith. And if you ever underserve them, they will leave you. There is no way I can leave God if I don't get my, prayer, my prayers answered at the time that I want them answered because I didn't come for him for what he had. I came to him for who he is. In the midst of my pause and my delays, that he is going to come through because he is a rewarder. If I continue to seek him some way, somehow, someday, there is going to be a move in my life. So I don't mind waiting 25 years. Whenever you see a person that's impatient, whenever you see a person that shows off their attitude, it's because they don't believe. You want to put a time limit on God and then say you know God. You know church, but you don't know God. I was, I'm baffled about how they were still having church in the New Testament and didn't have God. If they had God, they never would have crucified Jesus. That's the time that they didn't have God. Anytime they want to slaughter you and you really believe in God, it's because they don't know God. And you can't know a God that you don't seek. That's the problem. We ain't got enough time to seek him. We ain't got enough time to search for him. Because see, God is like this. He's hide and seek. He'll move himself to another location to see if you're serious. See, this ain't church like last Sunday. This ain't church like last Wednesday. Because God relocated himself. You thought he was in that song, but now he's in another song. You thought he was going to move in that verse of scripture, but he moved in that verse of scripture. You thought it was going to be in a ball of water, but no, it's in the prophet's mouth. Whenever you think that you have now captured God, you have lost him. My problem is with groups that lost God and don't know it. It's when you seek him, you want to know, what is he doing now? I know what he done then, but what is he doing now? I, I heard my, my pastor. He said, uh, that's, that's what I done then. Who am I now? Do you know who I am now? Well, God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, 2,000 years ago, he wore a robe. What is he wearing now? What would he look like now to the elementary people who don't have a revelation of today's God? The problem with the faith 
of those who existed in the day, they were in the New Testament writing with an Old Testament philosophy. And they missed the Christ while they were looking for him. You ever been praying for God to come and he comes and you missed him? There's a lot of people who are praying that God shows up and when he shows up, they missed him. Just like those people. They were praying that, that, and believing that the son would come. You have those who said, I'm not dying until he shows up. You have Anna. You have Zechariah. You have all those people that were waiting on the Lord and only a few knew when he came. Because they were waiting without faith. So we got this thing that we, we do now. So everybody feels like they know what to do. But if, it, if it's that divided, somebody don't know who he is. If the church is that divided, somebody's wrong. Okay, all right, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, if he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him, and you're going to tell me that you're seeking him like that and not no breakthrough is coming, that that's not him. Now, people try to tell me about my spiritual father, but I knew him, so I know when they're lying. So when you try to tell me what God would do, do well, I've been seeking him. I know him. And he doesn't operate like that. So when a rebellious person starts talking, I'd say you need to shut your mouth. Because that's not the way my God operates. That is not acceptable with him. That is not how he does. He is never disrespectful. So whenever I see disrespect, it's a sign you don't know God. And everybody that listens to you is going in a hole with you because you don't know God see your, your, your faith will, will lead you to know him and he doesn't call qualified he calls unqualified and qualifies him so everybody who thinks you're qualified you have just disqualified yourself with God I can't see anywhere where he called anybody that had the human ability to do it without believing in him. All right. Can I do one more? I'll save the other three. Probably going to be 10 by Sunday. But we got we to gotta rectify this thing. There's a lot of falsehood and people who are really sincere are being, deserted, are being deceived by people who don't know God. Listen to this. The faith to respond to God's warning will preserve your family and judge your surroundings. How do you know that? Because Noah, verse 7, by faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen. So I, I don't have to feel the wind to know a storm is coming. I don't have to see signs to know the change is about to come. 
Now, those of you who preach the situation will miss what's coming. Because those of us who have faith sense that there is a shift. So we start preparing ourselves in advance for what you don't see. So he takes 120 years of faith, 120 years of faith, building an ark, and it never had rained before. That's faith. When you work on something, and 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 you got to find some people who, who have enough faith to work with you that believes, oh, it's going to rain. For so for 120 years, they were preaching while they were nailing. It's going to rain. Something's going to shift. It's going to change. It's not going to stay the same. I don't know about y'all, but I've been saying some stuff for a while. Much of it has already come to pass. And all of it's going to come to pass. And whether you like me or not, that's your prerogative. But what I say because of my faith, it's going to come to pass. It's going to show up. God's going to show out. You want to know why? He said it. I believe it. We shall receive it. You're trying to prove to the surroundings that you heard from God. Now, you stay faithful to God. And he's going to preserve you and yours and judge your surroundings. You ain't got to fight. You ain't got to lift your voice. You ain't got to aim anything at anybody. God, through your success... Because this is a breeding ground. Through your success, that's going to be the judgment towards your haters. It's when God does what he said he's going to do, then it is judgment against the surroundings. Yes, the flood came. Yes, it destroyed everyone but Noah's family. Your success judges your critics. Let me give you an example. You mismanaging money. We pay the building off. You can't mismanage money and pay a building like this off. So your success judges your critics. If you stay faithful and you keep doing what the word says do. And you keep making yourself available for the next thing that God wants to do. God is not going to allow you to have to say anything. What he does is going to judge all the negativity around you. In fact, those who wish you would die, you living is a judgment against them. Everybody that said that you were wrong, if you keep trusting God and succeed, it is going to judge everybody that thought it, said it, backed it, that you were wrong. It will judge your surroundings. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. 
I feel the judgment of God right there. Don't kill him, God. Just let me succeed right in front of him. I got to quit, y'all. You got to read your Bible. You got to believe your Bible. You got to listen to your preaching. So you can get faith. So you don't quit. When you should be put. This should be an all in season. Don't be calling me. Telling me no. Giving me no excuse. Do you know what time it is? When you start making excuses. I equate that as faithlessness. What you mean? God's ready to bless you and you don't know how to posture yourself to be blessed? What do you mean? You don't have time to show up for your wealth transfer? What do you mean? You don't have time for your advancement that you've been believing for half your life and now you're going to be unfaithful in a time that God is faithful? No! I want to say it. Hell no! I am going to be faithful because God is ready to show his faithfulness. Faith doesn't quit that easily. Faith doesn't give up that easily. I'm a living witness. I'm a man of faith. You don't give up that easy. You take a licking and keep on ticking. You don't give up that easy. It may be hard. It may be difficult. You may be in the worst moment of your life. But some kind of way I'm going to find myself out of this situation enough so I can serve God and be faithful to God. You gave me a house. You gave me a ministry. You gave me a man of God. You gave me a place so I can show how faithful I can be to you. You giving me a community I get around sick people now I can be faithful to what you gave me faith don't run out like that faith doesn't try to drive across the country on an empty tank faith knows it's a journey Faith knows when to take a pit stop. Faith knows who to get in the vehicle with you based on where you're going. Sometimes you get because of your faithfulness or faithlessness, you let the wrong people stall you in your vehicle. You might have to get some people out of your car to get to your destination. They're weighing you down. They're talking things in your presence that don't fit where you're going. They should have understood when they got in with you where you were going. So they don't try to start a conversation that is, that is against who you are. Ain't where I'm going is who I am now. I am that where I am going. And the reason I'm going there is because that's who I am. They're going to they gonna criticize you when you get around your own kind. They're going to say you're up on yourself. That means we sever that relationship right there. Because when you start thinking like that, talking like that, you getting out of my car. I am just catching up with my DNA. 
it took me a while to come from where I was to see where I was supposed to be and they have reserved a seat for me you think my faith is not going to let me go sit in my chair It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna happen. In fact, in me, it's already happened. 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 I am convinced. I am fully persuaded. It's already happened. It's already done. Yeah, it's already done. It's already done. When you get it down on the inside of you, you're forced, baby, to be reckoned with because it's already done. They shouldn't have messed with you. It's already done. They thought they could stop you. They thought they could confuse you. They thought they thought they could throw you off, but they just turn you on. And sometimes you need a few critics just to turn you on. Sometimes you need some haters to just turn you on. Sometimes you need some folks to walk away from you so you'll know who's supposed to walk to you. You got it, baby. You got it. You've been going through hell, but you still believe it. You got that thing now. You got that faith now. You got that belief system. You've gone as low as you can go, but you still believe you got the right stuff. You can't lose with the stuff you use. Behold, I have set before you an open door. Yes, there are many adversaries, but I've already disarmed your adversaries. That's a place to shout right there. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. I don't care what it looks like. Don't let it go. It's about you. It's about you believing. It's not about everybody. You notice in those scripture, it didn't mention a group. It mentioned a person. 
it mentioned a person. It mentioned a person. You're the one. You're the one. And it's your faith that's going to change everything. It's your belief system that's going to change everything. My faith rules refresh. shift this culture tonight and we cross over into 2023 we're crossing over in faith everything that we do will gather us in faith why because it's our time i feel my daddy's anointing watch this watch this watch this Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You better start prophesying. They think it would never happen. The devil is a liar. Your hater is a liar. Your critics are liars. Watch this. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.